But here it is, the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. All right, hello and welcome into the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm going to be one of your hosts for the evening. I'm here with my fellow host, Kevin. Happy to be here. Uh, Andrew Hovecamp. How's it going, guys? And I was going to throw it to Pretty, but I looked down and he had walked away from the microphone and Jacob Pretty. Boom shakalaka. Sorry, my AC unit was being really loud, so I went and turned it off. Okay, well, I appreciate that. So <laughs> Pretty pretty hotboxing himself for the podcast. This will be fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, uh, I, I take, uh, take one for the team. I'll sweat it out. Just a It'll bunch of sweaty dudes on Zoom. So, you know. <laughs> God. And, oh, and the, lonely fans, the Lonely Fans uh, starts today. <laughs> yeah, oh, for boy. sure. For sure. If only that were true. <laughs> so be sure to follow us on the Instagram and the Twitter at AiredBNB. If you would like to support the pod by becoming an official pod, you can do so at patreon.com slash AiredBNB, where we'll post extra content and, and work with you as a, as a premier listener. So... Tonight, Flynn, I, hey, Flynn, yeah. what, what's it cost to, to become a pod? A pod? That's a good question. There are three levels of pods. Um, the, the first level is $3. So That's a lily pod. That's right? a lily pod, yeah. The second tier is the, uh, the $5 tier. That's a pod racer. Pod racer. And then the, the <laughs> premier pod is $10. I got nothing. I got nothing for Where? the premier pod. Yeah, yeah, premier uh, a VI pod, if you will, um, and that's and that's, so, that's a that's a POD pod, youth of the nation, right? So sure, that's sure. Okay. Took me so, took me a minute, got there. So if okay, you want great. personalized content <laughs> where you can just text us and be like, send me a video on your takes, um, that's your ten dollars. We will we will sell our souls for that for ten dollars a month. So um, you'll Which get personalized content. Which one's the pepper content. pod? Stop it. <laughs> Way late, much yep, better than anything yep. I said. But and way late. It's, it's not. It's not you just the tardiness. Been. It's the pride that he feels for himself right now. He is. Oh, he was smiling the whole time. <laughs> He's still smiling. He's like, I did it, guys. I'm the funniest one on the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we said Pretty's only uh, now he's funny now three times out of ten. So uh, there's one. It's um, gotten, gotten so much better. Thirty <laughs> percent. So yeah, we hope we hope to have some people become official pods of the pod. So um, rate, subscribe, review wherever you listen as well, so that we can get more listeners. So tonight I am drinking. It is called Port of Kentucky. It is uh, no Y at the end of Kentucky, uh, and it says bourbon whiskey. And the whiskey is just a Y, not an E Y. So they took the Y off of Kentucky and took the E out of whiskey. So it's called Port of Kentucky. It is out of Pogue Distillery in Maysville. I, you know, I lived a, a couple doors down when I was a, a young lad, um, and it's it's a it's a nice bourbon it is 70 percent corn so very sweet and then it is 30 percent malted rye and it has a very unique flavor um it's fantastic it's 117.4 proof um and i picked it up last time i was in maysville kevin what are you drinking i feel like flynn and the old pogue distillery in maysville every time he talks about a bourbon from there he lived closer so at one point he lives a couple, only a couple miles away from Old Pogue, and then it was a couple blocks. I think at one point he was over or down yonder from Old Pogue Distillery, and now he's like 
you know, I was, you know, He's right just next door. I lived next door to Pogue. Well, next time it's going to be I lived in their basement. Flynn was actually born at Pogue Distillery. His parents were on a tour, and it just there. Then Flynn was already was there. <laughs> then Flynn happened. <laughs> and Pogue is so hard to find. Like they're, they're bourbons, you can't buy them in liquor stores and stuff like that. And so it is. It is rare to find, especially up here. And people are like, "Oh, where, where can you get some Pogue?" Literally, you just have to drive there, make an appointment. And you can just go buy as much as you want. Like, literally, you can just walk in with an appointment. You have to make an appointment. But there's a ton of appointments available online. You just go online, make an appointment, go buy whatever bourbon you want. It's very nice. And they do tastings as well for free. Excellent. Excellent. I'm drinking something new. Uh, it's been a, a theme for me recently on the podcast. Um, I spent one too many times outside of Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. So I'm jumping back into that boat quite literally with flat boat. Spirit of the River, which is a Kentucky straight single barrel bourbon whiskey. It's a hundred proof. It's bottled out of Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, three of our uh, hosts' hometown, including myself, out of the Founders Company. Um, it doesn't say much about the mash bill on here. Um, I would describe the bourbon as fine. It is. Um, it doesn't taste super distinctive to me in the sense it's not overly sweet so i don't expect that it's a high corn i don't get a lot of rye notes in this um nor do i get a lot of weeded notes so i think it's a pretty well balanced bourbon um so no grains, I, it, no you grains. Know, <laughs> I really have no yeah, teams. It's, i mean it's bourbon uh, I'm, I'm positive that the bottle tells me nothing else um but uh you know we're excited about this uh it's it's pretty good hope you drink um, I am treating myself today. A um, little breaking news for the hosts on the pod. Um, I got a new job. So, nice. what? Uh, yeah, I will be uh, working at the flagship university of uh, three of our hosts' hometown, myself included, U of L. And uh, go cards. So, yeah, I guess I'll have to wear U of L stuff uh, from That's now on, which, will, but which does go against everything that I believe of NKU, Notre Dame, or nothing. <laughs> um, but I decided that I wanted to get something a little bit nicer than I would usually uh, grab, and I went for the Old Forester Whiskey Row series, uh, which is relatively new and uh, pretty pretty. It, it prices into like the fifty to sixty for all of the different ones there. Um, and I was sitting there looking at all of them and I went with the old fine whiskey, the 1910 one, uh, which is the, one of the lower proof ones. They've got a bottled in bond, which is obviously hundred proof. The 1920, um, prohibition style one is I think 115 proof. Uh, this one's only 93 proof. However, it is, uh, I'll read this a little bit for you. In 1910, a fire on Whiskey Row led to Old Forester being re-barreled into heavily charred barrels. This double-barreled expression follows the same process as the original Old Fine Whiskey. So essentially, what um, we've talked about, makers, or not makers, uh, Woodford does their double-oaked. Old Forester, due to, you know, flaming reasons, uh, did it first in 1910. And so this is uh, what is essentially a double-oak Old Forester. And that is really, really good. Um, so, yeah, you sacrifice a little bit of the proof from these things um, to get that that double oak. But, man, that is good. Very, very smooth. Oak hits very strong, obviously. Um, very sweet as well. The mash bill was 72 corn. Um, 
18 rye, 10% malted barley. And, you know, oak kind of dominates it, but you do get a little bit of that, a little bit of vanilla that lingers in there as well. And uh, guys, I'm going to be having fun tonight. So congrats to me. I'm drinking Old Forester. Pretty. Well done. Bring us back down. Well done. That's, I will, I will, I am, uh, I mean, I'm also drinking Old Forester, um, uh, just a, a tried and true though, uh, a, a classic for me. Uh, what I think is the best value bourbon that you could possibly get, the Old Forester 100 proof, right? It sits at right around, uh, you can find it somewhere between 20 and $22 a bottle. And I mean, not only just the 100 proof, the flavor is, is, is great. It's delicious, and uh, plus, I am I'm recovering from almost uh, as Kevin can attest, um, being struck by a golf ball for the third time in my life. Yeah, it was a it was my head. um, You know, it's a fear that he brought up on this podcast, um, and I got to see it in real time today. These guys teed (laughs) off and sliced, knew we were there, didn't say four, and it 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 he wasn't far from me. I think it was like six inches from his head. It was close enough to me that I heard the whiz go by my head. It was a potentially fatal situation. Um, that would have been really, really interesting. I, I, I do think, you know, and terrible, obviously. <laughs> Kevin's like, I know, I took out the insurance policy on Flynn, not pretty. But that's what I was about to say is, is the amount of time he almost gets hit or gets hit by golf balls. I just want to reiterate the cat, if you're listening. I know you're not, but someone who's friends with cat insurance policies can be great assets for young and growing families and so you know while you are preparing for your wedding nuptials uh you know get that paper um and 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 have him sign it so because the man is destined for some challenges you know i probably yeah gonna be hit by a golf ball one of these days I would like to think, though, that that uh, inspired me because then I think it was just a hole or two later that I then got up there and hit a 274-yard drive 30 yards from the hole. So so it could that. have been that. It also could have been that when we were playing uh, the um, the folks we were with, someone drove by in the cart and said, do you guys want a cocktail? And it was 10.54 a.m. And we were like, yeah. Let's do that because we were playing terribly. And uh, so we each had a Makers and Sprite. Um, and the woman says, I think I make these too strong. And I was like, I don't think you can. Not possible. For us. <laughs> and um, and so he takes a, a drink of this, you know, whiskey and Sprite. We go up. We sink a, a pretty significant putt. Go to the next tee shot. And, yeah, he crushed one, 270-something yards straight as an arrow. It, it is the best I've ever seen him play. Um the folks I was with were folks from work, and they were like really like impressed by how I brought in a ringer. And I was like, guys, this was like, you know, I called like thirty four other people before I got to pretty on the list, and it was who do I know that's definitely not doing anything during a Tuesday morning. Uh, and that's how I found pretty. And he said he would do it, and that was great because he turned out to be a great asset to the team today. Um, in a scramble, we shot even. Uh, so that wasn't good as a performance, but it was fine for us. So we it had a good fine. time. And Kevin almost owed me owed me a thousand dollars. It was amazing. That is true. We uh, he, he had like a very a thirty-five, forty-foot putt, um, and he went up first. And I was like, "I'll give you a thousand dollars if you make this." He goes, "Okay," and it rimmed out. 
and I was for a second there dying inside. Um, you just bought a house, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Congrats on all of on the biggest athletic achievement of your life, pretty. Um, yep. Well Thank done. you. But I don't think Thank they're here, I don't think they're here to listen I to think. our. Uh, we have we're trying to get paid pods. Uh, we want these premium pods to come in, and I don't think they want to listen to our athletic prowess. So um, let's do segments. I think is what what happens next. Pro- Prodiums. Podiums, <laughs> premium, premium pods, something we got to work on that. Podiums, yeah, podiums, podiums. Okay, all right. So here's what, Flynn. What are we doing tonight? Tonight we have three segments for you. It's going to be a, this podcast is rank. We are finishing up our sitcom series. Then we're going to go into I understood that reference. A little twist on that, and then we're going to go into a game. So Kevin, would you like to introduce this podcast? Yeah, wow. This podcast is rank. This podcast is rank. Ew. That, that is one title of a segment you've never gotten wrong, and I'm glad that you're sticking to your brand and just making sure that you've, you know, you're batting a that, thousand. Um, that, that leading good at talking is what that was. Happy I to actually be here. have a master's degree in talking, so. You do. You <laughs> certainly do. Um so this podcast is rank. We are going to finish our series. You'll recall we did a, a two-part series for DCOMs because we had a lot to say about those. In this case, we are finishing up our um, series of, uh, they're called scores, so 20-year uh, segments. Uh, we started with uh, 2000 to 2020. We then went 1980 to 2000. And we are finishing this up by going 1980 to 1960. And then as we were talking about this ahead of time, I think I think of several of us looked at this and said, okay, there's some really just one blatant one that feels like it needs to be on this list. <laughs> yeah. And I don't I don't imagine the four of us being um, you know, I'm the only one that was alive in the 1940s. I don't expect that the four of us will have a lot to say about sitcoms 1940 to 1960. So I think we're going to just say this is our final of a three-part segment, and we're going to, to break our tradition of doing scores and instead go with 1980 and before. Um, to, to remind everybody of a couple rules, first of all, if you're putting up a sitcom, it has to have the majority of seasons... Uh, or at least 50% of the seasons have to take place in that decade. So, or in that, in the, in one of the decades that we're ranking. So before 1980, uh, more than 50% of the seasons or 50% have to be before 1980. This is going to take some, uh, off the list, right. That we might not have thought of last time. We looked at things like Dukes of Hazard or different strokes, which ran 1978 to 1985. These are now off the list because the majority of their seasons happened in the eighties and we didn't think about them last time. And that's okay. It's, it's on us to, to do our due diligence and, and do the proper research in this case we yeah that's fine i don't think they would have made the list anyway but they're good shows in this case we each we're going to try to rank 10 we each have two cards to play per usual we have a challenge card and a veto card we each can play those exactly once um we are going to go in age order descending uh because i've decided it should be so um and I want to hang on to my cards as long as I can, and I think I have the true 101. So I, like um, I so I put a show sheet together about five minutes ago, and I put myself number one and you last, and you just disregarded what I did 
prior. I'm not to... gonna lie. I don't know. I don't remember the last time I looked at a show sheet. You and I talked about it before we started this, and I said, "There's no show sheet, right?" And you said, "No, I created one." And then in the last five minutes, while we were in the middle of the podcast, you created a show sheet, and you're mad that I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. Very Flynn way to approach life. We're going to go in reverse descending age order. I'm going to start, then Hovcamp, then Flynn, then Pretty. (sighs) The best sitcom 1980 or before is I Love Lucy. Thank you. That's fine too. Okay. All right, I'm okay with that. That is that is my 101. I I love Lucy yep. is one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, it's actually the show um, that I. Hey pods, so Flynn's about to say something that could be problematic for your kids. If you don't want to listen to it, skip ahead about two minutes. Thanks. Learned that Santa wasn't real. Because spoiler oh, alert. Sorry. What? Sorry. Whoa. Sorry. Pretty you Whoa, have to put dude. a disclaimer on the front oh, of this episode. Yeah, sorry, uh Flynn. That's a sitcom. It's a fictional show. So Yeah. Yeah. I think that's they true. were pulling one. That's true. Pulling a fa- it was a joke. That's true. That's true. The comedy. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I love Lucy's great. It's real. The chocolate eating scene at the factory is hilarious. I love Lucy, Ricky Ricardo, Fred, Fred and Ethel. Yeah, phenomenal. Love it. I'm not kidding. You have got pretty. You have got to put a disclaimer on the front end of this episode about this now and record it so because there are there are friends of ours, not Sam because I hate Christmas. Sam's gonna know from the get go that <laughs> I'm spending my hard earned money on this. Do you crap. like that gift? Daddy bought okay? it. Daddy bought it. Okay, but there are friends of ours who listen to this in the car with their kids. We have we have a responsibility uh, to the parents who choose to lie to their children about this. Um, and commercialize this holiday as much as possible away from the meaning for the season and and respect those parents' decision to do so. Let's just so let, can we just is, beep Flynn out? Like I love we, I love Lucy. We, we probably That's should. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. Uh Huffkamp, what's number two? I actually thought you were gonna go this. So the the I prefer I love Lucy at the top. Um, and I'm glad you did that. But I would not have argued were Mash at the top. So yep. Mash is the two. Yep. Yeah, Mash is my favorite because it's the most meaningful to me. I watch it with my mother. Um, I think it's almost perfect. But I do think I Love Lucy is more iconic. But I think I, I, yeah, I forget the the stat, but like the Mash finale was or is the most watched like non live event or non sporting event or I don't know. It's it's a, it, I have wept I have wept openly at three season finales ever. Okay, Mash, for sure. Then I wept openly at the season finale of Boy Meets World, the series finale, and I wept at Game of Thrones because Lost. I was so furious oh. that Game of Thrones ended this way. It made me so sad. <laughs> so it wasn't happy tears; it was actual sadness. Those are the three. Um, Mash is perfect. So Flynn, great, pretty, great do something about two. it. If not, uh, Flynn, have it number three. I'll say I would not have put it there, but. I'm I'm less concerned about order on this one so much as I'm concerned that there are five of mine that will be in the top ten, and I will make it so. Your two cards. So, so, right. so, see, uh, so I, I'm up. Got it. I am up, uh, and I, here is my number two, Gilligan's Island. Yep. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you, Flynn. I was worried yep. I was going to have to fight someone to get that in the top five. I have yep. written it down in ink. Huffkamp can do nothing. I, I could do something. I don't feel that strongly about it. This might be one of the ones that we fly through because everyone's like, yeah, good show. I'm fine with that. 
Yeah, good show. It's great. <laughs> I feel very strongly about a lot of them. And, uh, and so fun, fun aside on Gilligan's Island, we once threw together a party of Gilligan's Island for Halloween that was not a Halloween party, uh, and we made one of our friends be the boat. <laughs> and uh, I was the like, captain, and I rode <laughs> in on his back to the bar. <laughs> it was you were the skipper. It was only perfect. Yeah, the skipper. My bad. So if you ever need a quick costume for a party that's definitely not a costume party, you can put together the Gilligan's Island crew very quickly. Real easy. Mm -hmm. Very true. Uh, Okay. So I am going to... uh, Honestly, this one doesn't rank this high for me, but I'm going to put it up there because I do feel like just for... It's being that Class, known. It does deserve pretty. to be number five. Yeah, no, no. This is four. I'm going to throw the Brady Bunch. Oh, four. The Brady Bunch at number four. I'm okay with it. Challenge. I dream of Genie. I'm fine with that challenge. I'll give an argument. I, do, do you want me to argue for Dream of Genie or Brady Bunch? I'll argue for either. Pretty well, just I challenge again, with Dream matter. of Genie. You know how this works. What an absurd uh, okay. question to uh, ask. Brady Bunch. Okay, fine. Here we go. Uh, oh, wait. No, you, you go first. Right. That's how it goes. So okay. tell me why Dream of Genie is better than Brady Bunch. We've just done a Dream this, like, of Genie is a story of an incredibly attractive woman named Genie, who's a genie, who lives with the guy, who is uh, name is escaping me, um, but it's incredible. Uh, I Dream of Genie <laughs> has some wonderful moments. Um, Dick Sargent. Sure. Okay. Um, when <laughs> I, is. when I think of shows that I watched on Nick at night that made me, <laughs> okay, let me rephrase this. When I think of shows that I watched on Nick at night that, that I thought were really enjoyable, that had great plot points, <laughs> oh, that were is interesting. That what this is about? Uh, <laughs> this is a Betty White situation uh, right now. Oh my God. <laughs> it's not, not <laughs> a Betty I White think, situation. I think Jeannie, I think Jeannie had the best plot points is what I, you know. <laughs> she, she did. Um. I'm I'm done talking. It's so much better. <laughs> I want you to think to yourselves: Would I rather watch an episode of I Dream of Genie or an episode of The Brady Bunch? And and the only episode of The Brady Bunch that anyone would ever choose to watch is the one where Marsha Brady gets hit in the face with a football. And the only reason that you Aren't like you that episode, yeah, the reason you like that episode is because you hate the characters so much. You like watching them get hurt. So no, oh, we're man. not going to watch The Brady Bunch. We're going to watch I Dream of Genie. It 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 does deserve to be in the top five, and Brady Bunch might not even make this damn list. Wow. Okay. Um. I, I, my arguments for Brady Bunch is just that uh, it it was solid, wholesome. Um, you gave it family. a really strong endorsement by saying, I mean, I don't have it here, but uh, I don't know. I think I'll put it yeah, up. Yeah, this, this is what you do, Brady. You don't stick to your guns. And when you do, we respect you. And we, we might you actually might have the number four pick here. But you don't. You pick a show you don't believe in. No one else believes in it either because it's actually not that great. It's just a garbage show that was in the 70s and it's iconic for the freaking theme song only and the Marsha, Marsha, Marsha and the nosebleed. That's it. It's not that great of a show. It's it's I Dream of Genie, which I wouldn't put at number four, but because you didn't stick to your guns, we have to now. Kevin, Kevin, there is a number five that you have to put. It, I'm ready. Follows I'm, I'm ready. I agree. I, what I, came on I, right after I, I Dream of Genie needs to come on next. I'm with you. Can I weigh Flynn, in? Fine. Oh, Flynn wants to weigh in. It's a hundred percent the Brady Bunch. Oh my God! <laughs> it's a hundred percent the Brady Bunch. Like <laughs> I Dream of Genie's not even on my list. So, Whoa. you know, 
we got we got we gotta we gotta settle the tie here. But like, well, Kevin, hold on, Kevin, hold on. you you made the argument better than than Pretty did for Brady Bunch by using the Brady Bunch iconic theme song to make your argument. Yeah, you kind of did. I'm not Kevin. putting a show on this list because of the theme song. I'm putting now, the show on this list Kevin, for the content no, of the show. That's exactly why you need to put a show on this list. Excuse Are you kidding me? me? The okay, theme songs were amazing. You, musician, dun, shut dun, your dun, damn mouth. Dun, 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 there are, I can, I'm so mad dun, dun, that Pretty dun, dun, was ready to concede until Flynn came in with his ridiculous opinion, and now Pretty is revived thinking he actually has merit to his arguments. All right, Hope Camp, I'm going to text you a number, one or two, <sighs> and that's and I get how we're going to choose because I challenged. Yep. Challenger chooses. Okay. You guys are lucky. I'm I, drinking such good bourbon tonight. I'm having so much fun. I, I gave blood today, so I might get real drunk real fast. So this is so stupid, Flynn. You are so stupid. All right. There uh, are. I'm looking the, at eight other shows that have better theme songs oh than, no, than the oh freaking my. Brady Bunch. Get out of here. Brady Bunch is iconic. There are there are two that very clear. Three that very clearly do. Anyway, Absolutely. the number the number's been received. So Kevin, what's your guess? I choose the number you were texted. That's the one I choose. Choose That's it. that one. You got it. Perfect. We're good. <laughs> choose a number. No, I, I want one. It was one. I am so How good. How are you at this. so yes! good at choosing numbers? <laughs> I am so yes! good at this. He doesn't even choose every time. Sometimes he lets the the other person. I know. Pick. It's baffling. He's he's four. Yeah, he's get. Uh. Just I'm changing. I'm changing my strategy going forward. My my new thing for the rest of this list is if I can sing or hum the theme song, it's cool with me. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know how many times I've won those. Maybe ask Arch Nemesis Cora if she can go back and listen <laughs> and tally them up. But um, I'm back up, and uh, I I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure this the theme the, the theme song. I'm pretty sure the show that needs to be next on this list is the show that most often came on after I Dream of Genie, and that was Bewitched. Bewitched is, is yes. next on my list at number five. I was singing the theme song, so I know it was really annoying, but it, it, I, I appreciate it. That's how that's pretty. That's how pretty lives. I'm gonna, right, challenge. I'm gonna challenge. Oh, oh, Ooh. wait, Flynn, what are you challenging with? No, that's not. You played your card. (laughs) Did I say first or play? Who hurt? You said it first. I said it first. Okay. And and we are we are going to be better than Flynn was last time. This we are men of respect. You play your card and you've played it. There's no here's here's the thing. I've got three that I want to put above it, and I did not rank these in numerical order beforehand. Okay. I'm going to go with. Let's go with the actual most iconic theme song. I think from this. The Jeffersons. Okay. Not what I was going to go with, but uh, I accept. I, was, I accept. actually, I, I went with it because I thought that was the one you're going to go with. Mm. I accept. Jeffersons is great. Um, you want to talk theme song? Jeffersons isn't going to lose. Iconic. Um, let's talk about iconic. Um, you know, that's to, I don't, the, the protagonists of that show were a black family. And that does not happen um, often, especially in the 1970s. Um, yep. so that's one of the first shows for that. Um, and it's funny, it's just a good show. I almost put the, it's predecessor on the list because that is also phenomenal, but, um, I, I went with the Jeffersons. I don't regret it. It's fine. I you, love it. You don't have to convince me the Jeffersons belongs on this list. Um, I would only retort that, uh, Bewitched came out many more decades after the Salem witch trials. And I think it shows a progression in our country towards acceptance of witches. Didn't she have to hide her witch uh, status? <laughs> Man, that's a really good retort. 
<laughs> well argued. Well argued. <laughs> Point Hope Camp. <laughs> right. It's the Jeffersons and move on, I guess. Uh, pretty, Might would you like to, to retort? Or, I think or, Pretty's going to vote with me. I think we're going to be doing another number game. Pretty, what would you like to say? I'm going to say, uh, I mean, to be honest, Jeffersons weren't on my list because I considered them 80s. Because uh, it was we did split. It. We did it. I know. Last it's seventy-five time. to eighty-five. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and we whoa. said we said last time they felt more seventies, and Flynn backed off from it. So they kind of need to go on this list. We we can't. Don't do feel this peer service. pressure. You were obviously with me. The bewitched needed to be. <laughs> oh no no no! I'm doing I'm doing bewitched. I'm doing bewitched. All right, I'm thank bewitched. you. All right, so do the number thing <laughs> again. Jefferson do, does need to be okay. on this list. So I so I'm texting pretty this time. And then, because yeah, uh, it's me against Kevin, and then I challenge. Oh man, so Kevin's in my head. I don't know what number to choose because he's gonna get it right. Uh, I don't like being against Kevin in this situation. Well, no, Kevin doesn't I know, guess but this he's time, gonna incept Hope, Hope Camp guesses. to choose the wrong one. Uh, no, he's gonna incept you to choose the wrong one. All right, all right. Neither of you have any idea who I'm. Pretty, I just, right I now. just sent it to you. Me. Well, Kevin also just texted Pretty's, me like three different numbers as well. Pretty's in my Pretty hands the name. entire time. Hope Camp, choose the number one or two. It, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think Flynn changed. He went with one again. It is two. Flynn, why would you change? You always stick to your guns. <laughs> I don't. Kevin is is in my head. I I, I can't get him out. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, 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 oh. All right. Uh, uh, Hope Camp. That's all we can say Camp, you're up. Oh yeah, for Bewitched. Yeah. From Bewitched, the band. Oh. Yeah, that's why. Go ahead, Ove. Well now Jeffers- I guess I, I guess I should probably put Jefferson's on yeah, here. Probably. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Let's just yep, do Jefferson's. it. It seems like it's got the most yep. universal acceptance uh at six. And I'll yep. veto something later. Sounds good. It's really funny because we're at we're about to do number seven of ten, and only two challenge cards have been played. So yep. we're about to either get real ornery, or people are going to leave cards on the table, or both. And, and I'm going to uh, get last time. Last time cards were left on the table. Pretty challenged himself, and then gave up his choice to choose the last one. And we broke the rules when I denied Cinderella. That's and I'm going to get real mad. <laughs> no, that was when he <laughs> vetoed himself, and I, we were able to get. It's always sunny on the list. All, why we all forgot um, Letterkenny. Yep. That's what happened. Yep. That's all right. Exactly so I'm going to get real mad if right, someone Flynn. vetoes this. But it's the Andy Griffith show. Veto. <laughs> I hate you. And I not just because you. you said you would get mad if someone <laughs> oh, did God. that. Not just because of that, but because there are now several people who get to do things between me and you. And um, there are three exactly three better shows than that that need to be on this list it is number 11 on mine i would be fine for it at number 10 because it is so oh wholesome God. and delightful but yeah, not i love the end of show but actually it's, the content of the show it kind of sucks if you want to go back and watch it with by today's standards i was always bored mm-hmm. <sighs> welcome to mayberry pretty ouch okay um, cannot be so the old ags nope Nope, 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 nope. Uh, I'm going to toss in Happy Days. This is an interesting one. Happy Days came out in 1974. It ended in 1984. It is qualified because it had five of its seasons in one decade, five in the next. 74, 75, 76, 77, 78, 79. 
Good retort. Exactly. It's good percent It's a hundred percent qualified. It's also. It was also. Um, it was also uh, produced and directed by an Alpha Tau Omega fraternity brother of ours. Gary Marshall. It was starred in by an Alpha Tau Omega fraternity brother of ours. Henry Winkler. If you watch the show. You can see an Alpha Tau Omega fraternity uh, paddle hanging on the wall of the diner in the show. This is yep. it would be a big deal to go against this show at this point. Flynn wants to. Gentlemen. It has to be on the list, so I'm not I'm not doing anything about it. Yay! It also had a great spin-offs. Laverne and Shirley, Joni Loves Chachi, Mork and Mindy, boom, all those spun off from it. Anyways. Go ahead. It's also incredible. When it when it went south. It started, it coined the phrase. It yeah. is the show that you point to and you reference when you're like, well, that's when it went south. Yep. Jump in the shark. Game of Thrones. Jump Game of Thrones. The jump the shark. Dexter apparently jumped the shark. I got off as the shark was approaching. Um, so you're many about shows to get back on sharks, the shark, you know, too, which I'm really not happy about. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> now they're riding sharks. They're not even jumping them. <laughs> He's riding sharks as a lumberjack. I just don't understand the, the, the way the show went. I. The shark's Canadian? <laughs> okay, I expect to be vetoed. Um, I shouldn't be. Are you up? I expect... Yeah, yeah pretty just... No. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah it is. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm back up. Yep. I expect this to be vetoed. Nine? I shouldn't be. This is eight, number eight. eight. Um, enough people have stuff that they can use. This is why I think something will happen. But when I think back to the shows in these, in these decades... Um, in this score plus the fifties, I think about the show that I have the most fond memories watching. There's two of them that are about a family of monsters. One of them, uh, is lauded by everyone as the best. And the other is actually the better show. The monsters is what I would put up as number eight. It deserves to be here. 100%. Pretty. I couldn't tell what that was. I'm going to let it stand. That's that's one of my that was one of the five that has to make it on the list. I do love little Herman Munster and big Herman Munster. Sure. And correct me if I'm wrong, Kevin, didn't it come out before the Adams family? It did and was better. Lynn, what are you challenging? I'm not challenging because this it, is table talk. Do <laughs> your. Mm. I'm not doing anything. I thought Flynn was going to challenge. <sighs> there are two shows that are not on this list that I think have to be I'm gonna, on the list. I'm going to veto okay. it. I'm going to veto it. You are a bad I'll, person. I'll cash out um, here at eight because I am next, and I am going to go with, um, I think, a gross oversight on our part, the Dick Van Dyke Show. Also on my list. Challenge with the Brady oh. Bunch. What did he say? Oh. Challenge with the Brady Bunch. Oh, that's a mistake. So the Dick Van Dyke show doesn't feel like a sitcom the same was, way like the Drew – shut up. Listen to me. The same <laughs> way like the Drew Carey show was an actual sitcom of characters where they – every you know, like the Drew – the Dick Van Dyke show was more like the – was like a hybrid SNL plus Jimmy Fallon plus a show with characters, I think. I uh- – Yes, I think you might be thinking more of the Mary Tyler Moore show. No, I'm not. Also, no, which all, I think both of them are incredible. Dick Van Dyke show yeah. like really set the stage for a lot of different shows. To kind Dick of Van Dyke show was a mm-hmm. pi- okay. yeah. So uh, listen, do you're not right, hear right. do Sorry, not yes. hear what yes. I'm not saying. 
the Dick Van Dyke Show was a pioneer experience in the world of comedy in the United States of America and deserves our respect, admiration, and love. When I think about it's not on my list because I don't view it as a sitcom. Because I'm not sure it is a it's ah situational comedy as much as it felt like a sketch show. I can withdraw I, it if we want to do that, mm, but I think it belongs. I, I think it. I think it fits I, the sitcom. It, it, it deserves respect. I'm again. This is where I'm. I don't have anything to do about it. I'm just. I'm just sort of saying, if we if the Dick Van Dyke Show is included here, we have criminally. It is criminally yeah. low on our list. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I, that's that's it is kind of so why I was important. like, I have to do this because I think it is it so needs important <laughs> for the history of comedy. I'm just not sure that it fits the other shows. If it it's not doesn't, the same. if it if we want to leave it off the list, I'll withdraw it. Flint can get his uh, challenge back, and and I'll put up another one. So let me say this because because we have we have discussed what what makes a sitcom before, and. Uh, it was right after, like, I think the second episode of WandaVision, or maybe even before no, WandaVision came out. hadn't even come but, out yet. Yeah, so, but but there was leaked, uh, like, photos from the first episode. The whole first episode of, of uh, WandaVision is based around a Dick Van Dyke show. And so it that is the basis of them saying this is a sitcom. Dick Van Dyke show is absolutely a sitcom. I agree. I, I, I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm there to concede. I just it doesn't feel like it is the same way as some of these others are because of the it's the Dick Van Dyke show. Like the 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 experience was very different than other sitcoms that are on this list. But I I, I, I am not hating on it. I'm just saying if it's included, yeah. uh, number it eight is, is well. number eight is disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, it is it is it is a very meta show because the whole premise is he's a writer for a like variety show. Well, all right, right. so let's like let's do this. Um, so. Let's start over. So that was the practice run of our list. <laughs> number one, <laughs> number Dick one. Van Dyke show. <laughs> no, actually, I think it yeah, might slide it at number three, but two or three, three or four. But it, I definitely would have put it above. I dream of genie. Yeah. So it's it's number eight, nine. It's eight, eight, right? Assuming I win the challenge. Or I want eight. Okay, what are the what are the eight that we have right now? I will list the seven we have now. I love Lucy, Mash, Gilligan's Island, I Dream of Jeannie, Bewitched, The Jeffersons, and Happy Days. And Dick Van Dyke is being challenged with the Brady Bunch. It does not sound like the Brady Bunch is going to win, but I don't have a vote. Yeah, you do not have my vote for the Brady Bunch. You will not (laughs) You do not have have mine either. So the Dick Van Dyke show goes at eight. Fine. Unless we unanimously all vote to move the Dick Van Dyke show up to like three or four and bump everything else down. No, it's okay. It's made Flynn mad. I'm good. Okay. So I am back up and I feel more strongly about getting the Andy Griffith show on this list than I do the Brady Bunch. So I'm going to put it up. I'm out. I think Kevin is We're looking at you pretty. (laughs) Yeah. Challenge. You're the hero we Challenge. need, not the hero we he's deserve right now. He's going to make it worse. He's going to make it so much worse. I am going to make it so much worse. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I know he's going to make it perfect. He's got the – it's been brought up. I already talked about it because it said – Hey, this is no, table talk. No, this is I already talk. talked about it because I, I said that it, there were five things Put that had here. to make it on this list. And the Mary Tyler Moore show has <laughs> to be on this list. <laughs> oh, Oh, 
did not see that coming. I thought we were going to do the Munsters, and we're disrespecting. We were all so happy for the Munsters, and you let everyone down again. Oh, I forgot we actually didn't vote on that one because it got vetoed. Well, this is why you're inept, and we knew you were going to let us. I get the next pick. I get the next pick. This is you doing Flubber all over again. No, Flynn has a veto left, so when you do Munsters next, Flynn vetoes it, and we move on, and (laughs) Munsters is kept off this list. You are ruining this list again. Will you take yeah. notes? Yeah, Munsters should be number nine. Thanks a lot, Pretty. Uh, notes which is going just to aren't things off. that you play on the keyboard. They are they are little reminders so to yourself. It? You write down on a keyboard or with pens and papers. Keep notes. No, he just forgets stuff like a cool person. All right, guys. Is it is it is it Andy Griffith show or is it the Mary Tyler Moore show? You know what? I'm voting Andy Griffith. I'm it. it I've got a both like ten to twelve. Give me, give me Andy Griffith. Give me the freaking whistle and Mayberry and Opie and all that nonsense. Um, Kevin, you can vote Mary Tyler Moore. Make him text this out. Let the text decide. Oh goodness! I guess so. Yeah, I don't like so, this. At this all. is against you and Pretty though, oh. which means I text Kevin. Mm-hmm. But I know what Kevin wants. Do, I, I don't want either one of these on this list. <sighs> I don't either. And I believe who challenged Flynn. Me. Pretty challenged. Me. Pretty challenged. So pretty, you get to decide. Kevin, did you get the number? I got the number. All right, pretty. One. It's two. Andy Griffith's on the list. All you had to say was Munsters. All you had to say was Munsters. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, pretty, you're up. Uh, number 10 <clears throat> is Leave It to Beaver. Which should be 10, oh, right after the Munsters. Veto. Well, now Munsters is getting on the list, at least, but still. Yeah, I'd rather have Munsters than, than that. I was hoping you would put up oh Dennis the Menace, but... That's a Sunday morning cartoon, Flynn. Not a show. No, it's a We've denied it's animation this entire time. It's not a sitcom. You, you are thinking it's Leave It to Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's not. What? Oh, this is No, dirty. Leave It to Beaver is like Dennis the live the Menace, action version of Dennis, Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace was not a sitcom. It is. But go on. Kevin, you're up. Move on. No, uh, there was a movie. Put up monsters. No, actually, hold on. Everyone is wrong. Fl- or sorry, Flynn is right. We are all wrong. Dennis the Menace was a f- sitcom in the ni- in 1959. Then it was a failed sitcom in 1959. It was not a failed four years. sitcom. The monster before the Ed Sullivan show on Sunday Ob- evenings. Absurd Anyways. that you are gonna that you would put the monsters. Yeah, monsters is veto. You have a veto left. I oh, that's left. amazing! <laughs> I get to I get to do it. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love Pretty in this game. He's such it's he's such a Charlie. Wild card he's so, a wild card. I actually do oh my think God. that uh, I love what Pretty, Pretty has done game. is actually put something on this list that more more deserves it than many of the things on our list. All in the family. Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker's on. He the said. List. He said. I want to make sure Munsters is on this list, and then actively made sure it wasn't. Well, you all put things on there that aren't even on mine. So. All in the family. No, it's not fine, Pretty. It's not fine. I, I wish, I seriously wish you'd been struck by that golf ball today. I hate you so much. 
I wish your stupid face had a crater in it the size of a golf ball right now. Here's our stupid list. The top five, which make perfect sense, are I Love Lucy, MASH, Gilligan's Island, I Dream of Jeannie, and Bewitched. Our next three, which make perfect sense, are The Jeffersons, Happy Days in the Dick Van Dyke Show. Nine and ten, for some damn reason, are The Andy Griffith Show and All in the Family. I think All in the Family makes perfect sense. I... It's, I think it's it, all right. People love it. Uh, I, I, th- it's, I, it might be the Seinfeld of this list. I think that it's absurd. List, but let's move on. I'm fine with it. It's absurd ten. that the Brady Bunch is not on this list. One other, yeah. Any other shout outs besides uh, the amazing job we did at keeping the Brady Bunch off the list? So many shout outs. Three's uh, Company, WKRP, Jetsons. We don't do animation. We've already established that. Um, WKRP yeah, in Cincinnati is the one. WKRP in Cincinnati is the one that I um, had. Fine. Also, taxi. Taxi's hey, overrated. Boat. It definitely doesn't deserve to be the on the Love list. Boat has a better theme song. Theme song list. Love Boat goes love on it. Boat. I had a great time watching the Beverly Hillbillies. Yes, thank and that's you. another fun theme song. Oh, how did I not <laughs> I even think loved, of that? I don't mean to be political, but I just have to say I loved Mitch McConnell as the grandmother in the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> I think he did a fantastic <laughs> job. Uh, uh, he did listen he did such a good job Flynn I need you to make this episode's graphic Mitch McConnell's face next to the grandmother from the Beverly Hillbillies I might just put a turtle because it's it's so uncanny the same oh god I'm glad that happened what are we doing next? <laughs> so next up, you come to the Bourbon and Brothers podcast for political. That commentary. was not political commentary. <laughs> that was specifically about how the man looks. Kevin Reynolds, political pundit. <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, so next up, uh, I got to do a real quick sidebar because I just clicked on Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, it totally could have been like a prequel to the Ozarks because it's. I didn't realize they move like they were from the Ozarks and then move out west. Didn't know. Did not know that. Anyways, um, uh, what were we doing next? Uh, so next up, we're playing uh, a little game of I understood that reference. Uh, and pods, you'll recall a couple weeks ago uh, when we had our guest Dan Seaslack on the pod with us. Um, Flynn and Kevin decided it would be a great opportunity to, uh, make the, I understood that reference, not so much about Flynn, but instead challenge pretty in his knowledge of Star Wars. And it <laughs> just showed us a picture of Mitch McConnell side by side with the grandma from Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> It's the same person. Can you put that on Instagram? No political commentary. (laughs) This is what he looks like. Period. All day. All day. You can go on with the podcast now. What were you Uh, on with the chlorophyll, pretty? What were you saying? Oh my god! Uh, I don't even know what I was saying. Uh, uh, So Kevin and Flynn decided to challenge my knowledge for Star Wars, and uh, um, I made I was I was feeling very confident at the time. 
I made a, a hefty bet saying that I could guess at least five and a half, and I think I maybe got three. It was it was you embarrassing. I'm still wallowing in shame. I got two. I got yep. two. Two and a half. Uh, I'm still wallowing nope. in shame, and uh, it's not great. But we're going to switch the shame over to someone else uh, since he's back joining us again. Andrew Hovkamp is here. So, uh, Andrew Hovkamp, yeah, going, uh, in his knowledge... Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> and his knowledge of Lord of the Rings and all things Tolkien. Films. We're going to do a little... Uh, I understood that reference um, uh, with... Um, Andrew Hovkamp doing some Lord of the Rings. Movie references that Flynn won't understand. Uh, so Kevin, Flynn, and I have all prepared some quotes from one of the Lord of the Rings films, and we should clarify we are doing just the films, not the books. Um, and not The Hobbit? Correct. Correct, not The Hobbit. So just the OG trilogy, which, okay, that already alone makes it so much easier for Hovkamp because I had to contend with 11 films. Hovkamp also wasn't like, oh my God, guys, I saw this in the show sheet. I'm going to dominate. I'm going to get 100% correct. I'm the genius in this world. He was like, cool, sounds like a fun segment. No comment. Uh, The other advantage I have is I don't pretend to... um, (laughs) <laughs> love watching terrible movies that I don't go back and watch all the time because Whoa. they're really bad. So, um, not all of also, Star Wars is bad. Not I, all of Star Wars is bad. Don't hear that. Uh, but there are what some the, bad movies in Star Wars. So, Hovkamp, uh, let me ask you this question. What is the screen time differential between the director's cuts of the Lord of the Rings trilogy versus the nine movies of star wars do you have any i can answer this okay you're probably looking at about my guess would be 24 to 12 hours something like that no nope cool pretty would you like to make up answer your question yeah i am gonna make up this fun fact it's 12 hours and 42 minutes for the lord of the rings extended edition and uh for star wars 100 percent wrong but go on for star wars for the just the nine films of star wars you're looking at 28 hours I don't, I don't care to fact check him. No. He definitely overinflated both of them. I don't believe no, either one of those. That's numbers. over three hours per movie. No, it's yes. not. Yes, it is. Twenty-eight divided by nine is over three. Yes. That would be four hours per, or no, three, three. Twenty-four and a half. Twenty-four and a half. Okay, move on. Okay, Let's just... <laughs> it's about twenty-four oh, to twelve. God. Pretty. No, I know this exactly. <laughs> it's about twenty-four to twelve. <laughs> Twenty-five hours and you seven idiot. minutes. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Okay. So the okay. question to Hovkamp is quotes at least. I want to embarrass the, him in this. <laughs> the question <laughs> to Hovkamp is Hove. We each have brought three quotes. All yep. three movies, director's cut, extended editions are in play. None of the book quotes are. Oh man, it's You're, been a while since you, I've so really watched these. That's fine. The task ahead of you, as it was with Pretty, you weren't here for this, but the task ahead of you is such: we will give you the quote. You will name the movie and the person saying the quote. How many of the nine, please set the line for us. How many do you think you're going to get? See, my thought, if you do like quotes that I think maybe you guys don't know what each other's doing, but maybe someone else could recognize. We know what each other are doing. Okay, so 
um, it depends on how recognizable you guys wanted to go with it. There's a part of me thinks I could crush this, but the other part of me knows you guys and that I don't know every single line from the movie. So I'm going to go jerks to me. I'm going to go. I'm going to set the line to me squarely in the middle at four and a half. Will I get more or higher? Will I get more than half or less than half? Okay. I will bet my cohorts one shot of whiskey that he gets the over. Will anyone take the under or a push? And to push, the three of us have to agree that he has named the person and or the movie. No, the person who says it but might have gotten the movie wrong. Or does he have to get five? I'll take the under. I'll take that bet. Flynn takes the bet. Pretty? I'll take the push just to keep it interesting. Pretty, stick okay. to your guns and tell us what you believe. Okay. Okay. We the three of us all three of us have to agree that he has deserved a half point. Okay. All right, here we go. Take it away, Kevin. Okay. Huff Kim, you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. <clears throat> I'm gonna give you you can ask you can ask me to try to deliver no. I'm just oh, gonna I tell actually, you the line the line say, as it is written in the this script. This is this is what I will say as a as a predecessor. If one of you guys does not give me a gimme Gollum quote in the Gollum voice. We're going to have some issues because it just has to happen at some point. Somebody, oh, no, there, somebody there's, there's owes no me a there's Gollum no voice. Someone owes me a Gollum voice. No, there's no voice. All right, here we go. Even the smallest person can change the course of the future. And all fellowship. How confident are you? I'm confident. That's my final answer. It is Galadriel. Ah, it's Galadriel. Oh. So he is. Oh, this is this is going poorly for me. It is okay. So he is also Kevin chose a very close to home reference with that one. <laughs> even the smallest people. All right. Man. So he is. I was thinking for the, one. I was thinking it was Gandalf's talk in the caves. Yeah. This what we saw with Pretty is this is harder than you think it is. Yeah. Flynn. And I'm not. I'm. I'm not pulling any punches on this one. I'll go next. Okay. He was strong in life. His spirit will find its way to the halls of your fathers. I know this. If he gets it wrong, give me a chance to answer. Okay. I'm pretty sure... Well, I can't remember which one of them says it. I'm pretty sure it's in the Fellowship after Boromir dies. And I think Legolas is consoling Aragorn. I also might be very wrong on this. I'm going to go with Legolas Fellowship. I think this is Gandalf, and I think he's in Rohan. I think this is either, I think it's Two Towers, but it might be Return of the King. Gandalf, Two Towers, talking to Theoden after <sighs> Theodred's death. Okay, well, that's 0 for 2, which really hurts me a lot. Yeah, this might, this might be a real bad. All right, Flynn. <laughs> Memory is not what the heart desires. That is only a mirror. See, I see. We uh, <laughs> we did our right homework. Here. Yeah, it's, I didn't. I didn't do any of it. Um, I was just like, whatever. We'll see what they come up with. Um, it's, I, I they think, were. I think that might is that the same time that Galadriel's talking to Frodo in Fellowship. I think it's that the. Is Gimli I think it's yep. In Fellowship, when that Not quote, that quote, I, I have no recollection of that quote. Memory is. Wait, what's that? I have what's no that recollection <laughs> of this place. Oh yeah, <laughs> Kevin. This is a gimme. 
potatoes. I wasn't necessarily expecting them to all be this, but I was expecting some more fruitful lines. This is Samwise Gamgee in Two Towers. Yeah, good job. Okay. Shall I describe it to you, or would you like me to find you a box? A phenomenal quote. Uh, Legolas the comedian uh, standing on the um, precipice of Two Towers there, or of Helm's Deep in Two Towers. You might indeed go three for three here, because my quote is, war will make corpses of us all. Good quote. Good quote. I can't remember the specifics on this one. I'm stuck on Treebeard and Two Towers, but I don't think that's right. I think it's Legolas Fellowship. It is Faramir in Two Towers. Uh, war will make corpses of us all. He is missed four. It is. You have got, you've got to get the rest of these right. You got to get a perfect. Bring it map. on! I'm I was doing that was great. a similar situation to me. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, this should be this should be uh, one you get because it is among the most comedic in the whole movie trilogy. You look terrible. <laughs> is that the most comedic in the whole thing? It's among them. It sounds like one of the biggest throwaway lines ever. I guess I quote it all the time. I tell people they look awful a lot. Um, I googled I googled funniest uh, insults in the Lord of the Rings movies, and this was like number four. Well, I don't know it's, if it's. I, I'm 99 sure it's Mary or Pippin, and I don't know when they say it though. Um, so I'll go with Mary. No, in, it's 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 Legolas in the Two Towers. When I think it's when when Aragorn, when Aragorn comes, Aragorn back, comes from back from being from thrown, being off, thrown the off the wall. cliff. He's and he's yeah. like everyone's excited that he's alive. He's like, you look terrible. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay, well, I'm taking a shot. From, yeah, I think the funniest <laughs> line from that whole thing is, "Then I shall die as one of them," because he really <laughs> lost <laughs> the decorum there that they were talking about the futility of it, and now he just ruined everyone's lives. Okay, I feel like if we do another round of this. Like either Star Wars or Lord of the Rings with Hove Camp or Pretty, either we need to set some parameters to make it not easier, no. but just no. no. Um, we pretty. set no parameters there for Marvel, no Marvel movies for Flynn, and he crushed it. Yeah, he, he did so crush that. stop it. No, this this is because we gave him some easy quotes too. <laughs> well, you all did, but I think this is one of those things that just you know you I gave him the hardest ones. He missed like. Most of mine. Anyway, who's next? I want to come give back me, for a second. Anyway, it's, it's me. It's me. Here we go. This is my last one. Home is behind the world ahead. Frodo Fellowship? No, Sam Fellowship. Frodo, Frodo Return of the King. Nope. Flynn, you got a guess? <laughs> Since they... <laughs> I, I do not have a guess on that one. That would be Peregrine Took singing Home is behind oh. the world ahead. <laughs> In the Return of the King, seems like cheating. Yeah, it's a line. What do you got, Flynn? <laughs> Bring us home. This has been fun. I'm having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Just say my precious and see if he gets the right one. <laughs> nope, I wasn't thinking that one. All I wanted was I could have gone one for nine, but us, but there needed to be a Gollum quote of in a Gollum voice because that is that we do a comedy podcast, not a. Let's just quote the heartfelt lines from Lord of the Rings and see if Hope Camp can remember them. Three whiskeys. All right, in. all right, all right. This one, <clears throat> I'm going to end on a hard one, okay? 
because I want you to feel bad about Might yourself. as well. Okay. <laughs> you shall not pass. Oh, wait, hold on. Can I try my take on it? <clears throat> you shall not pass, precious. <laughs> I think what Sir Ian Gunn says is, fly on the damn eagles, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> what did you Is call not him? It? Sir Ian what? He said Sir Ian Gunn. I said Gunn. Ian Gunn. <laughs> Ian Gunn. Was, that's funny. Ian McKellen. I, Ian Gunn. Ian Gunn is a uh, running back for uh, the Thomas More Saints. <laughs> That's why he's on my mind right now. He, he's, it, not for years, actually, by the way. Um, but Ian Gunn is... A is former uh, Thomas More running back? It's been, a, it's been a busy week for us. Leave me okay, alone. Okay, listen, you've had to apologize to Ian McKellen for not calling him Sir Ian McKellen. Already. This is so much worse. Sorry, I got you confused with a former NAIA running back. Ian Gunn what? was a Division Three running oh, back. That let's let's better. just be let's just be Sir clear about Ian that. So, he ended up at he of camp ended up three that's, for nine. It's obviously Bill Bobby. In very good, Flynn. exactly. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> he ended up at three for nine. So, well done, Hove. Disappointing. There were no worm tongues. Or all right, Kevin, take a shot. I also feel. Kevin, take a I shot. also feel like I did not achieve Kevin. my over under. Kevin so, takes a shot. Oh my god. Oh, this will be a Hove camp joins out of my own embarrassment here. Um, I'm at my parents' house. I'm dog sitting this week. And I went into their basement to see what could I take. And the answer was only Sugarlands Shine Appalachian Apple Pie Moonshine. All right. It is I'm with 50, you. It is 50 proof. So you're not quite with me, but I think I'd rather do the 120 stuff because this is just going to be straight sugar crap. Yeah, so we're we're moving, so all of our shot glasses are packed. So what I have is a um, a mason jar that had like a little bit of moonshine left in it that I've just added IW Harper or Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey to. I don't so bottoms up, Hove. Cheers, bud. You could have taken it out of a, a kitchen bowl like we did uh. at the live episode. Yeah, but I I'm I don't want to go upstairs. Yeah. You know I'm not I don't think I don't think I got more drunk off that, but I got less happy. So I think shot, I still ended up with wax from That's usually a goal as well. <laughs> They're still whack. So, oh my god. Let's play Flynn's no, stupid game now. Let's play this game. Let's play a game. So that brings us into our last segment of the night. It's going to be a game. Um, so so tonight is September 14th. Uh, it's actually the day that Norm MacDonald died. And so when I was thinking of a game that we could play, uh, one of my favorite segments is Celebrity Jeopardy on SNL. And so I, I was like, hey, guys, let's play Celebrity Jeopardy. I'll, I'll come up with a Jeopardy-style trivia game. Each of you should bring a, a impression to do, and we can do it like Celebrity Jeopardy. But that's not... A good not thing. On brand I don't think that'll us, be enjoyable. Flynn. That's not on brand. We're not good at that. Um, and so when these guys before the podcast started gave me their impressions, I was like, "Nah, that's that. Let's scrap that idea." So we're going to play record, a Jeopardy I style I put game. It in my wheelhouse of a bad actor who doesn't do very much in the change of vocal range. So I really felt like I was nailing it. Also, for the record, <laughs> Pretty looks like he's dressed like Mother Teresa right now. Uh, I don't know why he has a, a beach towel around I his head. Thinking, but, uh, I was thinking. I was thinking he's in the, the middle. Hat. He's in the middle of the montage scene uh, in Mrs. Doubtfire, 
where Hello. Uh, they're singing that was gonna uh, be my next this, one i was gonna be mrs doubtfire this was a failed character fire, um the any closer and you'd be mom is yet to come can't wait for that pretty uh so for this jeopardy okay. style game uh you are going to buzz in by just saying your, your name, name. Uh, so there's going to be three categories, five questions in each category. Each question has a different point value associated with it. So I actually have it up for these guys sharing my screen right now. Um, but you'll be able to follow along kind of just listening as if you were listening to like a Jeopardy game or something like that. So, Kevin, let's kick it off with you. Uh, actually, would any of you like to make a wager on who will win or who will lose this I game? Will I will lose win. this game. I'm 100% I sure. I will win. Do we have to do we have to like keep our own score and stuff? No, Flynn's got it. That's yes, what we pay for. I, I, I will keep. I will keep scores. I will keep scores. I, I will trust. I, I will keep my own score. Pretty, you will fail. Okay. Uh, you you couldn't uh, take Flynn. notes in the first segment to figure out how to get monsters on the list. You challenged with Mary Tyler Moore like an idiot. You think you're going to be able to do math? No way. You Flynn. couldn't count. Right. Flynn, Flynn. I will quick, keep score. Quick point of order. I will keep score. Point of order. Ooh. Quick point of order. Will he do it right? He's so confident. Uh, yeah. Point of order. Are we answering no, in the form of a question? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is Jeopardy. So you have to answer in the style of a question. I was hoping someone would uh, answer the first time and I would ding them for not doing it. But thank you for asking that pretty. Yes, answer in the form of a question just like Jeopardy. I have a question. And keep your own scores. Oh my God. What are the categories? Kevin. The categories are potent potables, F words, and four of a kind, where each answer is four syllables long. Telephone. Damn, number three. That's terrible. Terrible. I just tried to go xylophone. I'm so much clapping during this event. I actually, so I Googled, I was like, I'm just going to Google four syllable words and I'm just going to make questions based on what comes up. The the first word that I saw was Tyrannosaurus, which is five syllables. And I was like, why did that come up with four syllable words? How do you just put four of a kind together in one word? It's like, this is the name of the category. Four of a kind. So, how this is going to work. How this is going to work is Kevin's going to start us off. He's going to give me a category and the number point value associated. I will read the question. You will buzz in saying your name and then answer. If you get it right, you get the points. If you get it wrong, you get negative those points, just like in Jeopardy. The correct answerer or the last person, if nobody nobody tries to answer, gets to choose the category and the number associated. I'll take four words for 600. F words for 600. A synonym for the word awesome. If Kevin were to give me a raise at work, it would be this. Your name. Your, your name. name. Hope Camp. Fantastic. That was Kevin. Oh, okay. I heard me. I s- Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Challenge, challenge, challenge with awesome then. <laughs> also incorrect. Uh, any other answers? That's obviously the correct, a correct answer, and I demand the judges give me the damn points. Your name, <laughs> Kevin. Financial. Incorrect. Uh, your name. 
You can't do it twice. No, you already answered. Pretty, would you like to try? Or would you, would you like to hang on, hang on. 600 I got it. points I got ahead it. at I got zero? It. Uh, no. Let, let us try again. Okay. What ahead. is fantastic? No. <laughs> also, that's that's the way you're supposed to answer it. But <laughs> the correct answer is fantabulous. That's the answer I was looking for. Oh, not a real word. Perfect. It is. It is. Google it. No. Fantabulous. It's a real word. All right. So, Hope Camp, you're at negative 600. Kevin, you're at negative, I would like negative 600 as well. To weigh in on that. <laughs> I. I uh... <laughs> this is going to be. Kevin, I, you're I up again. I'm not even going to participate. I'm up, in Final I'm up again. I'm up again. Excellent. There, um, there are 15 of these. Good luck. Fords for 800. F words for 800. While going through airport security, you may encounter this type of search. Your name. Your name. Pretty. What is frisk? Correct. Oh, now we're using real words. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so, going to be okay, fine. What's it's... up your butt? <laughs> I think it should be frisking. Uh, to be clear. Uh... It's funny because I did choose that one question. I was like, this will be the trick question. The one of 15 trick questions. Uh, the, the one in the entire in There the are 15 thing. trick no, questions. Uh, so one of them is not a yeah. trick There question. are multiple answers, so pretty. which is obviously what just happened. Flynn, Get the pretty, take your 800 points, I will. and you are up. Uh, where Where is the daily double? I would like to pick that one. <laughs> there are no daily doubles. Yeah, this is not Jeopardy. <laughs> uh, I will take <laughs> potent... Potables for 600. Potent potables for 600. This condition is caused by harmful chemical byproducts in alcohol. Your name. Your name. Kevin. What is drunkardness? <laughs> Incorrect. Your name. <laughs> it's okay. a hangover. That is correct. Uh, I think we said the same thing. <laughs> Drunkardness. <laughs> Kevin's using his made-up words again. Uh, to be a drunkard so, is yes, zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Um, I would like to. I would like to pot around for four hundred, please. Potent potables for 400. This gender is more likely to consume alcohol regularly. Your name. Your name. Kevin. Kevin. Man, men. Male. That is correct. Kevin's at negative male 800. Male gender is more likely to consume alcohol regularly. Kevin, you're up. Uh, words for 1,000. Ooh, big. F words for 1,000. You may receive this type of cookie while eating out. It may even clue you into your future life events. Your name. Your name. Jacob. Fortune cookie. Your name. 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 What is a fortune cookie? Oh, dang it. That is correct. Dang it. Yes. Pretty. Pretty got that wrong. Negative a thousand for pretty. Nice work, Kevin. All right. I'll take words for 400. F words for 400. This alliteration is a favorite for our funny friend, Jacob. Your, Your name. name. Oh, man. All of you said that at the same Your time. Your name. Said it twice. Your name. Your name. <laughs> Hope Camp. Uh, what are fun facts? Ooh, 
Good job. That is correct. I'm, I'm very excited that to have bested Pretty at his own stupid nonsense. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. Oh, Camp, you're up. Okay. Um, you know what? Let's dip into the four of a kind and uh, let's see if we can't count syllables $400 worth. All right, your four of a kind question. This subject is something that pretty Flynn and Kevin should have studied more in school. Your name? Kevin. What is geography? Correct. Okay, oh my God, dispute I'm... that. I have only hosted that. You all was... don't know where I, <laughs> how much I know geography. Full disclosure, totally thought, forgot about the F words and four of a kind, not having to begin with F. I was like, what category? <laughs> <laughs> I would have gotten that so quick. I was like, well, they suck at geography, but what's an F word? Uh, I'll take potent potables for 800. Potent potables Kevin, Kevin's for out. He's going for it now. He's going for the win. This type of alcohol is more likely to result in a hangover. Your name? Kevin. What are the heads of bourbon? Incorrect. According name, to you, for. that's your name. Pretty. True. What are the tails of bourbon? Incorrect. I, I don't see any way that I would come out on top of this. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is dark liquors. I was actually going to come out on top on it. No, you could have just said whiskey. I was going to accept whiskey. Also, red wine was, was listed there. Liquor, but I was like, this feels like a trap. Man. Oh, All right, let's 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 update scores. Uh, we're halfway through. Let's update scores. Kevin, what is your score? I have no idea. He's, <laughs> he's negative 200. You said negative you were 200. taking score. I've got I everyone's scores. Keep your no, score. I've got everyone's scores. Okay, pretty update our scores. Uh, we've got uh, Kevin at negative 200, me at negative 1,000, and Hovecamp at positive 200. I have positive 400, okay. but uh, yes. Disrespectfully disagree. <laughs> I went I went from negative 600 to zero, and no 200s have been off. I've answered one other question. It's at 400. Right, so plus 200. So plus All right, no one got that one plus right. One. Kevin, you are back up to picking our category. Oh, this is so exciting for me now. Words right, for 200. F words for 200. This word is used frequently. Oh, hold on. Uh, that's, that's wrong. Frequently. <laughs> what is frequently? <laughs> when leveling up in Dungeons and Dragons, you may choose to take one of these instead of increasing your, your ability name, your score. Name. I heard pretty first. Of course you did. What is a feet? That is correct. <laughs> Negative I, I also I'm just saying, first. in real jeopardy, you have to wait until the question's finished. You can so. cut them off. No, you can't. No, you don't. No, you can't. What? The buzzers won't let you buzz in until you finish this question. It's part of the whole thing. Yep, that's true. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So people buzz in early, get locked out, and that's one of the reasons that it's actually easier to repeat than it is to uh, challenge because they have had more episodes to familiarize themselves with the buzzer and buzzing system. I don't want to get into Jeopardy nerddom with you guys. Flynn. <laughs> Pretty, you are up. Pick a category. We're going to do uh, four of a kind for 800. Ooh, see if I can get back to zero. Four of a kind for 800. All in. Finish these lyrics, okay? Don't know much about history. Don't know much. You're right, Mike. Mike. Kevin. Geography. What is geography? Incorrect. Your name. Your name. Your name. Of camp. What is biology? Yep. 
That is correct. Really? Don't know yep. much about, yes. know much about, about history. history. I've Don't been singing that wrong a long time. I was real confident there. <laughs> but I, I uh, I've been, yeah, you were. Especially since geography was a previous answer in the same category. You know, you really got to feel like you got the syllable count right. <laughs> I was singing that wrong a long time. All right. Uh, Hope is up. 800 points there. That's a big swing. Um, let's do, let's pot around. Let's do potent potables for 1,000. Potent potables for 1,000. Alcohol tends to have multiple effects on the brain. One such effect is the release of this chemical, often associated with satisfaction. Your name. Kevin. What is serotonin? Incorrect. Your name. Jacob Brady. What is oxytocin? Incorrect. That's a lot of money you guys just went back. I'm going to let you all just wallow in that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right, so... (laughs) The correct answer is yeah. dopamine. Yeah, that's that's that is a answer. <laughs> it is not the only answer. Serotonin is the opposite of dopamine. You know that, right? I... Alcohol is a depressant. Dopamine is the chemical that gets released as a depressant, a la alcohol. Serotonin is what you need to like. It's what a, a, often and can be. Can you read the question that. again? Because I agree with what you're saying, but read the question again. So the, the question was, alcohol tends to have multiple effects on the brain. You one have, such you effect is the release. You to the one wiki oh, to bad. rule them all. <laughs> not bad. Uh, yeah, we were looking for dopamine there. It, the, it, the, the, Darn it! Yeah, there we go. I don't think that wasn't true. I think that, I think alcohol does wait. affect your serotonin, but fine. Uh, Who's up is that back to me? Statistically, That's back to me then, statistically right? Yeah, back statistically, it is impossible for Kevin or I to catch back up. Well, no, statistically, but is, is there final jeopardy? How, wait, what do you have there? I have negative eighteen hundred. Oh my god, Kevin! <laughs> On the board is eighteen hundred points remaining. Kevin is negative twelve hundred. Oh, Hope Camp. Wow. I have twelve. <laughs> you have one. I have twelve hundred. You have twelve hundred. Um, I'm not answering yes. another question. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Let's go. I will answer everything. <laughs> Hang on. Flynn, is there a final Jeopardy? There is no final Jeopardy. Four of a kind for a thousand. <laughs> there is only three more questions. All right, Kev. Uh, Hope Camp, you get to choose, though. Yeah, four of a kind for a thousand. Four of a kind for a thousand. In one iconic YouTube video, a child is presented with a gift and and is... I'm going to redo that. In one iconic YouTube video, a child is presented with a gift of what he thinks is something else, but he thanks his parents anyway, despite his obvious disappointment. Your name! Jacob. What is an avocado? That is correct. What an absurdly (laughs) proud buzz-in that was pretty. (laughs) Yes! He just screamed it. Yeah. I, I hope Jacob's neighbors was, are like, he is yelling about avocado. All he just did was make sure I couldn't win because he can't win. <laughs> nope. Either one of you can. True. Yeah, Jacob. Hope Camp already said he's not going to answer anything. I, so I, if I know it, I, I, I have never seen that video. And what I, it sounds like you said avocado in a weird way. I definitely don't understand that reference. Thanks. Um, he's like, it's thanks, an avocado. All right. I, I, I would have said N64. Four. Which would have been made. I was thinking Red Rider BB gun. Four of a kind. That's four. Four of a kind. Red Rider BB gun. That's five. All right. This I forgot about this, this fruit is 
This fruit is often used on television to show the effects that certain objects have on the human head. Your name. Jacob. Watermelon. Your name. Correct. Your name. Nope. Your name. Your name. Of camp. What is a watermelon? That is true. Okay. <laughs> oh, so Jacob yeah. takes 600 points off. I keep forgetting that too, so thank you for keeping me honest there. <clears throat> and your last... Happy, happy to ruin Pretty's day a little more. <laughs> your last question... <laughs> This word is used frequently on this podcast, though rarely used correctly. Your name? Your name. Jacob. Jacob. What is point of order? That's what I was thinking. No. <laughs> I was counting out. I was just, your, I couldn't get Your name. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Literally? <laughs> What is In literally? <laughs> did Pretty say what is point of order? No, it's, it's what I is. Did, I did. Okay. <laughs> what is literally? Hope Camp, would you like to answer? It's not gonna matter. No, he, he can re- he can repeat himself. Um, hold you're on, allowed to hold do on. That. Your name? Oh no! Hey, dang it! Never mind. I I was gonna do Kevin's thing, but here's what's true: is only three syllables. Is it? Did Pretty say? Here's what is true. No, he doesn't, I did he say, doesn't say that. What is point of order? No, he, Kevin has said. Here's what is true. Yeah, but he—that's not the name. That's not the phrase. I'm out. I'm out. I'm. I don't. I honestly don't know. I have a good answer for it. If the correct answer is literally, uh, but but Kevin said it. Oh, I, well, he corrected so. himself, and I thought you would adjust it and give him it. Give it to him in the time frame. Ah, uh, no, no. He gets one <laughs> chance. He gets one chance. Whatever. Bring back Alex Trebek. <laughs> okay, pretty. That what went swimmingly. Hell, man? That seems harsh. Yeah. Oh no, no, not a, not <laughs> absolutely <point>. too soon. <laughs> uh, Something wrong with you. All right, people. so so the final scores for this Jeopardy, since we're not doing final Jeopardy, are uh, Kevin negative. You guys wouldn't be able to participate anyway. <laughs> fine, it's fine. Kevin negative one thousand. Jacob, negative 1,400, and Hovecamp, 1,800. Whatever. That seems like that should be the some, there was like I feel like Hope There Camp was a is, point halfway through where I felt like I'd only answered three questions and was losing, and then pretty announced the scores. <laughs> uh, fun, uh, fun fact, there was a point where you had only announced a couple and, and were losing, but it it changed. <laughs> we answered more wrong. We answered more wrong than you answered. I probably should have shut my mouth for ninety percent of this time and been fine. Yeah, you turned it into a Dr. K story time. That's what. That's most of what Dr. K story time is. Scavenger probably shut his mouth at some point, but here we are. Well, that feels rude <laughs> and insulting. <laughs> Oh goodness! Um, I don't. I think. I think that's the end of the show. Um, I cannot. Wait, it's imagine. a show. This is a show. What? I cannot imagine. Yeah, we have a great show for you today. I think Flint says it at the top of this. This every single episode. I should anyway, listen to our podcast. If you don't say it, yeah, pretty. We do a show. It's a podcast, but it's also a show. Um, I don't believe any of this was asked for. In fact, some of it was probably specifically asked against. But anyway, it happened. Um, you didn't ask for it. There it was. Um, have a drink on us. 
We'll see you next week. We will not have you have a drink on us. We encourage you to have a drink. Again, Hope Camp is giving piggyback rides to people drinking. Uh, I thought Herman. I thought Herman Munster, Kevin Reynolds, was giving the piggyback rides. Herman Munster is like nine feet tall. Let's just be really clear about all these different things. Kevin's closer to the 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 the, uh, the height of. We the think end. Kevin. Or I think Kevin would be what up then. to the Herman's knees. End the podcast. I'm done. Good night. I ended it. This, the music's been playing. <laughs> Enjoy all of your stuff with life. Goodbye. <laughs>